Hi, this is Vikram Singh, founder and CEO of Tech Eagle. Uh, today, I am at a leaders union with uh, Harkaran, and we'll be speaking about uh, primarily how the technology is evolving, how we are building the technology uh, to build the right kind of the future uh, with the universal access. And uh, at Tech Eagle, what we are building is a completely uh, autonomous on-demand drone logistics airline to uh, deliver your parcels of healthcare or e-commerce to create the equitable universal access. Wherever you are in this particular world, you can get your physical goods delivered on demand within few hours to a day. That is what we are building for and we'll talk more about the same uh, with Harkaran at uh, Leaders Union. Thank you. And uh, what was the beginnings coming from Rajasthan and all the way going to college? And uh, what was that moment when you took the plunge to be an entrepreneur and start taking it? Okay. So, uh, as you asked about the bringing up, uh, growing up from Rajasthan, so I was always, uh, I mean, in the moment, I never thought that uh, someday I will become an entrepreneur or a doctor or an IS. Though in the childhood, when I look back, we have had a few good moments of building something small, maybe opening up a very small shop, bringing items in the bulk and then just selling in the village. Village is like a, uh, 30, 40 uh, houses, not more than that. Uh, and after that, uh, in 2012, I joined IIT Kanpur. And that's where basically the journey for me for uh, drones and UAVs and aeromodeling started. And in the first week, it is always an orientation program in any institute when you go in, inside. Yeah. During that, there was a workshop mm -hmm. of aeromodeling. That's in the first year of college? Yes. First semester, first week. Okay. Yeah. And coming from Rajasthan, you will see that everyone likes uh, kite flying and all, right? Yeah. So probably that was the background and that's why I got interested in the uh, aircraft remotely piloted. And we built that in a day and then some of our seniors uh, have flown them. So that's where the interest in the aerospace uh, was intrigued. And then I was uh, joining IIT Kanpur as a chemical engineer, not uh, to pursue aerospace engineering. Yeah. But parallelly, practically, I pursued uh, basically practical drone building and UAV building and aerospace engineering in a way, not obviously as a degree. Mm -hmm. So... During that particular time of 2012 to 15, we were traveling uh, to US or Australia for different uh, challenges and different events to participate. We have won multiple uh, events and awards. In 2015, while going for an event in Texas, we had to always travel a 100 kilometer distance between Kanpur and Lucknow to do passport work, documentation, etc. And that's where we were thinking that we are building a fixed wing kind of a drone. Which, is, which looks like a passenger aircraft mm -hmm. that can travel a long range. And then that's where we thought that instead of we bunking the classes and going to Lucknow for doing this paperwork, why can't we basically use our drones mm -hmm. to send these parcels and collect these parcels? Okay. That's how that particular thought started in 2015. And that's where then we dig deeper and then we understood after coming back from that particular event that can we really build something to solve this particular problem and what is the problem exactly? So when we understood the problem, problem was around the accessibility. Okay. Coming out of Rajasthan from a very small village, I faced myself that there are no roads still. Mm -hmm. 
वी आर कम्प्लीटली कट ड्यूरिंग द मानसून राइट एंड वी आर नॉट एक्सेस वी आर नॉट एबल टू एक्सेस एनीथिंग एंड बिकॉज ऑफ दैट इन चाइल्डहुड आई हैव लॉस माई ओन एल्डर सिस्टर बिकॉज ऑफ द लॉस ऑफ द ब्लड अंकल टू दी स्नैक बाइट and we were uh, and still today the problem is that people are believing on the god they can go to a god uh, place and then they'll worship and stay there for maybe 7 days or 8 days they'll not take anti venom there is no concept of anti venom or such such kind of things so having all of these things in the background when we dig deeper that the entire supply chain is having a lot of issues but what is the problem that is most pressing is the last mile last mile is basically taking more than 50 55% of entire supply chain's cost and problems and when you uh, even think about the companies like amazon uh, they are also their entire supply chain's cost maybe 53% or 55% is going in last mile itself and in india last mile's concept is not just a last mile for us last mile could go as uh, high as 100 km probably so you have to basically understand the problem of your uh, uh, geography where you want to serve so we understood that and then started building the solutions okay. basically so that's where the, uh, the 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 plunge that we took was not to build something or to become an entrepreneur the plunge was to solve that particular problem which was large enough and that's common with all people who end up being successful companies they are trying to solve a problem which somehow they have experienced back down in the childhood or in the in varying stages of their yes. life or something like that yes can you brief a little bit more about the why of the tech ethos so why do you exist in a more short term fashion why do you exist yes so there is no example, there are many companies who are trying to serve this space uh, in certain <clears> way they might be able to so there are drone startups who are you know plunging up around cost in, in in a country as vast as ours yes so the exact why of why tech ethos is there so today there is no universal access of logistics healthcare and accessibility so we want to basically create a universal access of healthcare and logistics whether you are sitting in gurgaon or whether you are sitting in a remotest part of the country or the world you are able to access the healthcare facilities as well as the logistics or e-commerce facilities equally so that equitable universal access is what we are trying to create right now with the telemedicine and with the internet you are able to connect with everyone but with the physical world you need to move goods yeah. and that's what uh, is left right now as an autonomous so we we are building autonomous logistics to uh, connect this or bridge this particular gap between internet and in the physical world and once we enable this this technology at a mass scale basically you will see the world in a very different way and it will be like a industrial revolution 5.0 4.0 is going on as mentioned that uh, the vulnerability of physical goods is your target space and uh, uh, when we when we put it on a pie chart scale we understand that this industry that you are serving is might be ripe for disruption but uh, in in coming from you world you understand like what kind of growth have you had in the past you started in 2018 so uh, what kind of a growth have we had and what kind of metrics have you touched and what kind of hindrances basically are you facing if somebody uh, a fellow entrepreneur like yours wants to plunge into this industry because you're serving industry so what kind of growth is there what kind of metrics do you guys touch and what kind of hindrances do we face so when we started in 2015 uh, there was a blanket ban on drones in the, in india that drones are not allowed for anything 
but uh, we were not starting a business right we were starting to solve a problem and whatever the problems other than the main problem comes in between solving that problem we will solve that so with that thought, thought process in 2015 we were having three four major problems one yes yes so i think uh, yeah probably maybe the conviction that we had and the vision that we had to solve that particular problem with the solution that we were having as a capability but main problems were the regulations that there are no regulations at all right there is no uh, uh, law regime then there is no f- hardware funding in india right and in back in 2015 it was not at all there the third thing is technology itself was very nascent at nascent stage so you have to build the entire technology it's not readily available somewhere where you can just adopt or buy or rent out and then you can start your operations so we were we started building these three things parallelly so in that time we built some way to sustain ourselves while building the technology we started working with the all the regulatory authorities and the government authorities to basically push that at least you recognize the drone have a huge potential in the times to come and in that journey the first primary focus for us was the solving the regulatory bit because however good technology we built right funding if we raise it still will not be able to operationalize legally so that bit was uh, sold in a certain way in 2018 car 1.0 got released civil aviation requirement uh, for drones particularly that was not scalable so again as an industry as a company as a founder also we all came again together and then fought back after trying to implement it for a year in 2019 we started again fighting back on the regulation side that it has to be liberalized earlier the regime was that you have to even uh, take approval to change a nut and bolt during r&d process of a drone right yeah. so that's a very cumbersome process and and that's that's where then in 2020 late and 21 uh while building and uh, commercializing and demonstrating the technology while evolving these regulations uh luckily the uh, pmo and other uh, rights stakeholders got involved and then things basically turned in a, uh, a positive way in 2021 september drone rules 2021 finally got released which are completely liberalized import yes right so now then the import of drone is completely bad uh, banned ckds like completely knockdown kits or semi knockdown kits are also banned yes so indigenization export uh, building the core competencies in the ip is very important now going forward forward for us and for anybody all right so basically you had that whole journey where you were fighting a back and back on towards the things technology from the ground yes second bit was the technology so while building these uh, uh, helping build these regulations we were looking at what are the challenges security agencies might face right and accordingly we were building parallelly the right set of the technologies on hardware aircraft and software side then that finances you started fighting back and forth how do you manage to gather the finances uh, did you raise some fundings or uh, what was your uh, you know, jugad system when you started so the funny story is that i mean uh, i had a education loan in iit kanpur so i took some money out of that and started like first procurement happened with that particular money and then we took a little bit of funding from friends and family a very small amount and then we started basically giving uh, uh, the boot camps to the different iits uh, uh, on weekends so on weekdays we used to build our technology in our business on weekends uh, whenever we uh, get used to get the opportunities we started basically giving the boot camps 
very very practical boot camps to up skill people and a lot of people from that particular groups have joined us as an intern and now they are probably working with full time even at a highest of positions uh, in tech eagle so we were building those uh, skillful people as well yes so there was no product that we were selling we were selling these boot camps uh, uh, yes 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 then trying to make sure that you are able to sustain the company yes because if we don't have a successful mvp right nobody is going to look at it correct so we had to build that so we made a mvp in 2017 itself also but at that time we were building fixed wing aircraft that used to take runway to take off and uh, land but we realized when in 2017 we moved from kanpur to lucknow that you can't build runways to operate drones and that's where we started building the uh, rotary wing helicopter kind of a drones which can take off and land vertically and that's where then we realized that they consume a lot of power so you cannot basically get a long range and if you are not getting a long range you will not be able to solve the problem in a real way and that's where we started building the very very ground up innovative technology of hybrid drones that can first take off and land vertically like a helicopter and then they will convert in a fixed wing mode like a passenger aircraft getting best of both technologies and then uh, we did the first uh, pilot with our mvp with the, one of the local food startup in lucknow online kaka and did world's first tea delivery in 2018 wow. via drones that's so that's that's the start of the first project that's, that's where right. we did it seems to be a lot associated of conviction yes coupled with intelligence of course you need to have intelligence and conviction combined together uh, uh, because if you ask today somebody was uh, to make profits in this kind of a business uh, you have to develop a technology and you know, do the entire r&d and the person who could you know trust the product that you build right so one of the things that uh, really uh, surprises me is uh, you, you you are a core technical guy that i can understand coming from iit and very very technocratic in nature and i can see that the answers also are very on point and clear so what are the five things that you would like to tell to a fellow maybe mm-hmm. technical visionary who would want to jump into your industry five things that they must do and five things that they should avoid with regards to personality like five things that have paid you back like you being of a particular nature or let's say that have paid you back and five things which little bit got were a hindrance taking forward in this let's say past eight years of your journey okay uh, maybe not so, five maybe three so like probably when i look at uh, look back uh, and connect the dots right uh, what served in a good way the so first thing i think definitely having a clarity about the vision right having the right vision and that comes from the solving right problem so if you're starting any business or any journey of the entrepreneurship right you have to look at the problem whether the problem is really worth solving is it a problem worth basically building a large business so that particular problem should have the impact as well on the masses and in the day to day life of everyone how would that technology or your business will touch upon right mm-hmm. so these components of the problems were right i believe with us then uh, having the capability or having the conviction and confidence on ourselves and our team to build the solution to solve that pro- problem right the problem is right to solve 
but are you a right person or a team to solve that particular problem or not so by default i think having that kind of experience gave us that particular thing also but beyond these two things the perseverance right anybody uh, need need to have in this particular the journey yes the will to do it and that i think was uh, very important for us and we had that and we still have that so we okay. have had many ups three and downs three things that i regret is maybe the uh, coming from that yeah coming from uh, tech background right uh, probably i look for little bit of the perfection or i used to look for the perfection right in the work so i had to let go of that thing right when you uh, ship things right in life in real life you have to take the lean approach so probably in the mid of our journey we took that lean approach and then since then That's i think one. yeah so i think that was one thing which uh, people definitely should not do ha before it goes out in the market so that was i think the one thing that uh, i don't regret now because we have changed and evolved from that the second thing is uh, basically not probably raising the capital at the right time in the early journey so now it, now we have basically raised two rounds and all but earlier if we could have raised uh, uh, and probably we didn't try because the market was also like that in 2015 and 16 so that another thing i regret on the third thing which i regret is uh, probably uh, the speed of uh, execution in terms of the innovation right so it took us little bit of time because we were not having a skillful people and we were not able to find right people at the right and time the right people commanding the right positions is important yes so probably that but now uh, that has been solved for last few years but okay. yeah this is the more lighter rounds we had any of what the work that was done so um, so vikram tell me uh, let's say if you get a chance to travel some years down the line what great technology would you want to develop which is not possible today in today's world maybe some years down the line completely new technology maybe something that you want to do from from the heart so personally i believe that uh, the communication is very important in life day to day life and in business life mm-hmm. and the best form of the communication if you look back in the history was probably telepathy yeah and if we can build a technology to enable the telepathy actual telepathy actual telepathy i think Not that the vision for telepathy the actual telepathy. actual telepathy yeah. if i can build that in my lifetime i think uh, to access that large and more efficient form of the communication between human beings yeah. right uh, between any kind of the beings right uh, they are maybe interplanetary also so that, that that i would like to probably build if yeah. given the person for me pc pc yeah. so i tried mac for like 2 years mm-hmm. and uh, pcs i'm very comfortable with like yeah favorite tech gadget you can't talk about probably i have only one tech gadget which is a smartphone so yeah favorite app on your phone right probably upi so that's i think most uh, convenient uh, none of them probably linkedin yeah online shopping or big mota stores brick motor any day because i mean that is the experience and that's uh, a rarity yeah they have to attack that is very isn't it 1980s to whatever was there how to teach it better that's okay all right so this is the last round uh here we exchange the weapon uh you get to ask me a question about anything uh you want and uh, we'll follow that up with the pledge that we take at the part of the end of the podcast now you become the host and i'm your guest we'll ask you one question everything you like to know from my perspective which is also your industry and the health that i'm talking 
so i think i was intrigued uh, when you said that uh, we are interviewing these entrepreneurs who are probably will be successful in next 4 5 years and then they'll create an impact why and how did that particular thought process came in uh, i think because a lot of people are doing it for different purposes but your purpose seems to be a little different so if you can tell me everybody asks everybody asks so okay and i have a very straightforward answer to that so uh, a lot of my uh, upbringing has been uh, as, a, as a as a very uh, devout indian believer okay and uh, i believe in the core foundations of bhagavatana in which uh, in whatever way i can because everybody is working for money and everybody is doing business everybody wants to be profitable at the end of the day what's the difference from harpan or vikram who existed at different years of years old back they yes. made companies they left the world somebody yes. took over they destroyed yes. the company the way to leave impact back i can't i can only do as much by alone by doing work hmm. by associating with people who are trying to make an impact i guess you are able to compound your value uh by having you on board and having you speak about your journey when people look back let's say 10 years down the line through youtube they're able to find out because there was this guy when he was in his journey back then that is how his mindset was his thinking was and in today's world i guess the best give back is a mindset that you can give back to your right there is enough tech there is enough talent out there but what most of us don't talk about is a right mindset i guess the best thing that helped you make tech leaders or that helped me make mmh or other companies is the having the right mindset and of course the intellect to you know Understood. take action on that mindset so i have probably another question one more question if given the power like super power if you have let's say what one thing would you like to change in today's world not in past or not in future in today's world what is the most pressing issue that you see in this world and that you want to change with that super power for me uh, i would like to overhaul the education system largely uh, i want that uh, i am an advocate for a lot of mental health mm-hmm. i'm a advocate for that what i feel is that we aren't teaching our children and our younger audience much about mental health in their formative uh, years so if i have the educate if i have the super power i would probably alter the educational acts of all different countries and make psychology and philosophy a core part of one's upbringing because we would make a huge impact on the world around us definitely i think that is the needed one yeah and probably giving the right experiences uh, to children at the right age right so what would separate at the end of the day from what would separate you from an ai bot you know it's your emotions your philosophy that carries forward for you the your days that you spent back in dong in rajasthan the things that inbred you that made you the person you are right and why aren't we you know teaching our kids our children much more about philosophy about psychology about great values what positivity uh, maybe the real life probably we like don't te- we, we, we don't teach we don't teach them to face it yes setbacks are going to be there no you can back in the yes. there are going to be setbacks in life there are going to be failures there are going to be bumps in life yes but how do you train somebody to face them uh, i often uh, in one of my podcasts we often talk about an era of capsule motivations there is something you know you go to a video and there is a capsule motivation that is sold as a tablet to you yes when did we land here we come from such a diverse culture yes did ever maharana pratap or maharaja ranjit singh talk about motivation when he had to fight a war no nobody did nobody that was inbred into them so i think we are lacking that and we are fighting way too many permutations right now right in a world that is changing at this speed where data is written in trillions we aren't we are having way too many permutation combinations but very few people are talking about the core problem that we have is the philosophical upbringing is not right yes and people are not 
thinking long term people are thinking in short terms right short everywhere be it education be it business be it any i mean creating any uh, any product or any innovation right if you are, if they are thinking holistically 360 degree view that whatever we are building right now how this will impact 10 year down the line or 20 year down the line right yeah. what impact it will create positively or negatively and how can we restrict those negative impact that are going to come along with the technology or the innovation that you're building. The long-term effect of anything that we do today must yes. be something that we keep in our mind that, uh, yes. that that will have a better impact to the world that we end up making. Because anyways, we are going to impact the world. We are the younger generation, we are going to impact the world around us. Alright, yes. this is the last round. Uh, we can we take a pledge. Uh, that is, uh, God forbid, uh, if somebody you know, use your video hmm. 20 years down the line, hmm. one pledge that you take now that you promise to fulfill in the next two decades with your work your impact anything so i think in a way i have already taken a place uh, of uh, creating this universal excess in my lifetime right uh, at whatever extent so every minute every second or every work that we will be doing it will be to create that universal excess with the in a sustainable way so sustainability while building anything is at our, our core at my personal core sustainability in every way not just the environmental factors using the green energy but sustainability in your culture in your uh, managing human resource uh, maybe in, uh, inviting them on board till the time that they work with you right everything is in a sustainable way so i think sustainability as a place probably uh, so i would like to take uh, the vision you want to achieve, but in a very sustainable fashion. Yes. Without hammering down on the core values. Yes, that. yes, yes. Amazing. Thank you for joining Thank us. you. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks. So, Mr. Vikram Singh, he is the founder of Techie, a very, very down to earth person, has a lot of his philosophical values very much aligned. And I guess uh, that is the reason that he has built this company starting from a work which had a blanket ban which most entrepreneurs would be not very willing to move ahead with. In those eight years, he built a company, he made profits, he hired people and he's making an impact. And the most beautiful thing, his life journey is going to be marked with achieving impact through sustainability that not a lot of people talk about. Having the guts, the intellect and the wisdom cast such a thing in the world around oneself is an amazing endeavor. I hope you liked his interview at Leaders Union. Catch us for more amazing interviews with aspiring entrepreneurs as we take forward the journey.